unsolicited episode of We Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. I have lost 145 pounds. What the? And with me today is... Donald Weigel. Hey. hey, I am also one of your hosts, and I have lost about 100 pounds. And uh, we are We Only Look Thin. We are We Only Look Thin. And I don't know if you're picking this up on the mics, but I just bought a new pair of athletic leggings. Wait, hold on, hold oh, on. What? Let's just... Let's just say I am sitting to next to a woman who is in love, not with her husband, but with her new pair of leggings. Her new leggings. Um. I have never seen you, like, I dream of a day when you look at me the way you look at those leggings. So, so tenderly. Uh, friend of the show, friend of friends, Rebecca, was actually on this podcast, hooked me up with a friends and family discount with Athleta. That's Ooh. right. New sponsor of the show, Athleta. <laughs> Rub your own leg more than the leg of your spouse, Athleta. Yeah, that's that's their slogan. That is their slogan, but they are not a sponsor of the show. They even have tater tot pockets on the side that you can put tater tots in. Oh, you didn't tell me about the tater pockets. (laughs) Top pockets. How do I get a pair of these leggings? They do. I think they have dude stuff. I'm not sure. But uh, they are delightful leggings. It's amazing when you have the right legging for the job, which right now is sitting on the couch because I haven't really gotten any steps today. Listeners, find somebody who loves you the way Catherine <laughs> loves these leggings They're because so nice. I am now clearly in second place when it comes to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid I've been rubbing my knee so much. I'm afraid I'd z- if I touch the microphone, I'd zap it. That's true. It's so true. But uh, I'll, I'll put my hands elsewhere. <laughs> and I know this is appropriate for for a podcast, but they look good on you. Thanks. Uh, it's sort of, I f- sort of feel a little re-energized. Yeah. Like when you get those fast shoes when you're five years old. Oh, yeah. When I had my kangaroos and oh, my zips. Oh, my goodness, yeah. I Anytime so I got fast. new shoes, I was like convinced I was going to be faster and I'd go outside and I'd run as fast as I could and test them out. And sure enough, I was always faster. Yeah, I... Uh, we have a door going from the hallway to the living room, and it wasn't really closed all the way. We were going to record a podcast, professional podcast. We only look thin. Very professional. It, it wasn't closed all the way. And I actually did like a catwalk situation walk to the door, <laughs> touching she my did. own legs to yeah. uh, feel how silky smooth they are. So uh, I am fond of these. I haven't actually worked out in these yet, but they are definitely inspiring me to maybe do so at some point. Athleta, friends and family. When you when you want to sit around and luxuriate and love your own self legs or something. Well, I think it does tie into today's topic a little bit about sort of like, do you think just having the gear makes you athletic? Right. Like I just they gave me a tote bag. I'm that wearing says I'm wearing a pair of like fifteen dollar Amazon.com <laughs> sweatpants. And it shows they're like they're like Joe's sweatpants. <laughs> uh, no, they're joggers. They're actually joggers, which sounds very athletic. Okay. And chill. Thanks for adding me. <laughs> but having the leggings. They don't magically do the work. They're not the red shoes oh, by yeah. Hans Christian Andersen. They're yeah, not actually true. going to make men. But they feel great. They've got places for tater tots. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm on board. And now you know about my new leggings. <laughs> Give me a tater tot. Uh, I think uh, we are going to talk about tots and taters. Okay. And, uh, and maybe how 
we have been. I don't know doing. how we got so far off the rails because, like, we're not we're not getting anything for these sweatpants, <laughs> and yet we've done about an eighteen minute long commercial for them at the I, beginning of the show. I think that that is our new thing: is to act like we have sponsors so oh, that yeah. people think that That's we're a good idea. big wigs. That's right. That we're big wigs. That's right. Sponsored by Gatorade, <laughs> the new Gatorade. We only look thin flavor. It yeah. tastes like wonderfulness. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and apples for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsored by the letter X. <laughs> Ooh, I like yeah. it. Um, so we uh, we decided in advance that we'd start with some banter this week. <laughs> some some spontaneous some banter. Spontaneous I have written in my notes. Banter. Start with spontaneous banter. <laughs> you know, just catching up with the Weigels. But uh, it's been it's been a year. It's been a it's been a 2021 has been a year. Yeah. Um Donald yeah. has been working a lot. I have. And uh we wanted to start with some banter about that. So why don't you bant? <laughs> well, I got to say, here comes the bant everyone. I got to say I'm uh I'm not feeling my best right now. I uh last July, I've been let me back up a little bit. I have worked my adult life in uh television and film production. I typically been a production coordinator or production supervisor, uh, which means I'm very behind the scenes involved with logistics and ordering of equipment and getting people and things where they need to go. (laughs) And exactly snooze fest. Um, But last July, I... Uh, it was suggested to me that I might make a good COVID compliance officer um, on for TV shows. And so I applied for the job and I got it. And it turns out I'm very good at it. Very good at it. <laughs> See, he is uh, one of the profiteers of, uh, of this whole COVID crisis. Oh, my God. Don't <laughs> say that. <laughs> He's making sure everyone is safe. He is a frontline worker. I am Thank you for your service. Keeping hundreds of people working. He really is. And he's keeping people safe. And um, I'm I, sorry. I'm a jerk. I have been very lucky thus far. I worked on basically uh, stage-driven sitcoms that were were relatively it turns out i didn't think they were relatively easy it turns out they were relatively easy i started a on a new show uh, about three weeks ago four weeks ago and it has been really uh kicking my behind <laughs> oh i'm sorry i should have warned everyone like to salty take the children out of the room before i use such language um and uh, I am pretty exhausted right now, actually. Yeah. Not it, not 100% at my best. I worked about 16 hours yesterday, got home about 1.30 a.m., and then had to spend another half hour or 45 minutes uh, checking uh, COVID test results and making sure that we had all of the results from all of the people that had tested last night. So I'm a little out of it right yeah, now. Yeah, and usually we record in the morning when we're fresh. We've had three cups of coffee each at least the sun is barely uh up over the horizon right now it is 3 40 p.m and we are recording so it's, yeah. it's a little later in the day and, and i was not fresh at any point today so uh, yeah, we're just we're just going with it but why do we bring this up i feel question, like uh, Donald. Uh, uh, i think the the point here is that i don't do very well i'm just going to cut to the chase i don't do very well when i'm awake for more than 16 hours i think that it is all well and good for me to be like i can stay on my calories every day and do my step yeah, goal everybody and get be like plenty us. of sleep when i'm working you know 11 12 hours a day 
Um, when I start getting into the working 16 hours uh, a day, it gets a lot harder to stick to that. And I've been on a little bit of a, a treadmill for the last few weeks of um, being really solid on my normal plan during the day for like 80% of the day and then just being awake for too long in air quotes yeah. and kind of falling apart at night and like it'll be cold and we'll be filming outside and the craft service department brings out like grilled cheese and tomato soup yeah. and I just like I'm just like well that this is happening now yeah and you know I think this just ties into the different seasons of our lives and there are times when we feel unstoppable like our goals will never be deterred and then suddenly Donald is working until two o'clock in the morning and then not only does his late schedule affect him yeah it affects me because it's much easier to secret eat when no one's around. <laughs> when no one's around to catch you, yeah. I can do it both ways. Yeah. I'm very deft at doing it both ways. But it's much easier for me to do it when Donald isn't around. So last night, I uh, decided to not close the kitchen at 8 p.m., which mm. is, I know everyone Is that knows. a good idea? No. <laughs> no, it's uh, not. You know me and my love of late night salads, said no late one ever. <laughs> salad. Oh, my God. Um, but I... Oh, man. It's like, it's 11 p.m. I'm going to go make myself a salad. Salad. Oh, that sounds so good. Um, I don't know. I forget to eat sometimes. It's hard. Oh, man. But I ended up eating a bunch of cookies. Uh, I won't describe the cookies. They were delicious, but I, I won't say anything else. I tracked them, and I was still at a deficit for the day, which is fine. Yeah. But it ties into my need for external accountability. And it's much easier to not shuffle around the kitchen crunching on cookies when Donald's watchful beady eyes are staring down at me. Yeah, and I, at me. I'm looking at you and you look at me and I do that thing where I like drag my thumb across my throat <laughs> like your your curtains for you. Curtains for you. Maybe we should get one of those like baby cams or whatever for the kitchen <laughs> so that you can watch me from your office like some remote remote camera at Video Village for the, for the people That's in the right. film industry. That's right. So you can watch me go in the kitchen. <laughs> I feel like you're painting me as like one of those old-fashioned cops that carried a nightstick around and was like oh eating again are we yeah no i i like external accountability yeah, and that's true. i also like cookies <laughs> which <laughs> my love for both are about the same uh, yeah but yeah it took over last night so donald working late has I blame him for it's my disorder. It's my fault. Yes, it's clearly all my fault. <laughs> but it ties into the treats come out at night and our episode, uh, Walt After Dark. We only look then after dark. Uh, dark. The favorite best, opening of any show we've ever show. done. I don't know if anyone else appreciates it as much as I do, but it makes me laugh yeah, every time. Yeah, we're so funny. Ooh, I have something to say about funny, too. Remind me later to remind everybody <laughs> about it. Um, okay. <laughs> but... Uh, I still need to stay mindful. Uh, we were actually, and we're going to talk about it in a second, we were asked to do another Ask Me Anything with another group. It's and true. one of the questions that we got was about like, whoa, don't you just, you don't have to track calories now, right? Guess what? Yeah. I still have to do all the things and I have to remind myself and I have to stay present in my choices. So uh, Word on the Street is another Friday is coming up this very week. Oh, yeah. This very week. And I would like to commit to making a better effort to close the kitchen at 8 o'clock. We actually, there's a door 
on our kitchen. Yeah. I could literally you close could the literally door close it, yeah. on the kitchen. So maybe that's what I'll do. I'll post a picture of it on the internet, a closed door on the internet. We only look thin at gmail.com. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what does that have to do with know. anything? Maybe at we only look thin on Instagram okay. or something? Um, I, I have one thing to share that uh, maybe is also fueling my need to eat cookies. Okay, go um, ahead. So this is the funny part. Last weekend, I was doing great. I was doing a good, good job, just making things in the kitchen. And Donald was out here watching YouTube and watching uh, funny ladies of comedy talk about funny ladies of comedy things. Oh, yeah. I was just like scrolling YouTube and like this thing came up. It was like... Uh, Chelsea Peretti. Yeah, it was three three famous uh, female Aparna comedians. Aparna Charla. Yeah. Yes, yes. So do you know how some women get really jealous if men are oogling really pretty ladies on the internet yeah i've heard about that yeah i was in the kitchen chopping up some vegetables some cucumbers and i hear donald cackling yeah like a crazy person yeah chelsea peretti's funny yeah she was really funny <laughs> i was so blind with rage that you were laughing <laughs> At Chelsea Peretti. Yeah. And she said something, and I remember I was like, well, I do that too, but like, I didn't want to say anything. I'm just like, whatever, I could be that fine. I, a week later, am still kind of mad about it. And, and like, I saw it come up on like the previously seen on YouTube, whatever. I was looking for uh, Cassie Ho Blogilates at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, and I saw your precious ladies of comedy, and I got very jealous. I, so I'm sorry, sweetheart. Do you have anything to say for yourself? Uh, no, no woman has ever made me laugh the way you do, dear. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're funny, right, Donald? You're the funniest person I've ever met. Well, I'm glad you've never met Chelsea Peretti. That's right. She's amazing been... and very funny, but uh, not really sure I'm very comfortable hearing Donald Weigel laugh at other ladies, so please stick to guy comedy. Uh, all right. I'll uh, I'll only like search up dudes who are funny on YouTube or something. The Funny Dudes channel. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So, uh, so speaking of things... I don't know. Sometimes segues don't present themselves, but yeah. I'm well, making I one. Just want, I just want to put a little bow on the first part of this and say that, you know, I am grateful, though, at this time in my life. Like, we have talked about the seasons, and I am doing what I can do. And it is it has pretty much been working out for me on the on the scale, on the results on the scale. Like, I, I did go way over on my calories yesterday, but I also walked 37,000 steps as part of my job yeah. yesterday. I mean, really, really hit 37,000. And so I don't, you know, you can't outrun a fork, et cetera. But I, I did like three or four days in the week. I managed to stick to my calorie goal. I hit my step goal. So it is about having those habits in place so that when these times of our life come, when we're working, you know, super long hours or things are different that are out of our control, that we can still manage to at least maintain uh, our weight. And that yeah. is a victory. No, it gives us some flexibility in there. So good point. That's a lot of steps. It's a lot of steps. Insert canned laughter and clapping yeah. here. And there was a time when a few years ago, 
I would have used a day like yesterday as an excuse to eat probably literally triple the amount of calories. Yeah. Like when I say I went way over my calories, we're talking, you know, probably still under 3,000 for the day. And I would have easily knocked out five to 6,000, you yeah. know, a few and years ago. And then we would have gotten takeout today for breakfast and for dinner and then for probably for breakfast again tomorrow. So, um, so yeah, it's progress. Yeah. Nice, yes, indeed. Nicely done. So speaking of unsolicited, which yeah. is uh, what I said a very beginning of this episode because i always have to say something uh we received an email from anna who is part of a facebook group called lose weight eat pizza yeah we enjoy losing weight and eating pizza two of my favorite things combined into one facebook group yeah so uh, anna said that she was one of the moderators for the group and wanted us to do an ask me anything yeah and she mentioned that they were huge fans of ours huge huge, <laughs> huge fans uh, and jesse also is uh, one of the moderators on the group there are a few others there who are awesome but it's really nice to be at a point where people are saying that they know who we are and what we do and it's not our family yeah. and our cousins that's super duper Super great. So, yeah, which, you know, back three years ago was basically who listened to the show yeah. at the beginning. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, good. My grandma liked my post and thinks <laughs> I have a blog. <laughs> exactly. My mom says I'm handsome. Yeah. So Anna from Lose Weight, Eat Pizza reached out to us and asked us to do an AMA, which we love doing and we love connecting with new listeners. So we uh, we said yes, and we did. The we thing. did. <laughs> um, <laughs> People asked us questions and we answered them. <laughs> no, but I didn't know that it was uh, a group. Uh, so check them out. And they are a calorie counting C-I-C-O. There was yeah. a big thing about whether how it's pronounced. I thought it was sicko, but it's Kiko, Kaiko. Yeah, I thought Coco's. it was. I thought it was Seiko also, or Seiko, and yeah, anyway. apparently that's way wrong. There were very many opinions. It's calories in, calories out, which is basically what Catherine and I subscribe to. Uh, essentially, you know, you burn more calories than you eat, and that is how you lose and maintain your weight. That's what you do. So we had a robust and lively Ask Me Anything session. We also did. They have a lot of great rules too, which I really appreciate. Because I know from experience that um, it, one of the rules is you can't uh, discuss any plans which involve eating fewer than 1,200 calories in a day. And I know from personal experience yeah. that that eating less than that is really a recipe for disaster. And even, you know, I eat substantially more than 1,200 calories uh, at this point in my life. Yeah, so they seem to have a really good, sensible approach to uh, calorie counting. And uh, so it was just wonderful to be a part of the group and uh, to go through the question and answer process. We are going to go through some of the questions that we received, um, but one that we wanted to highlight was one from, I don't think she was a listener of the show, but was new to the lose weight eat pizza group um, and we wanted to address her question because we thought it was kind of a, a big one for uh, for anyone on their weight loss journey yes indeed so let's do it so one of the members of the group named Stacy we'll call her Stacy because that's what her name is um, <laughs> she she asked a question and we kind of did a little bit of a back and forth so I, I got a little bit deeper into her question uh, so I'm, I'm gonna paraphrase and I'm gonna summarize but basically she said I booked a vacation for the end of May and I need to lose as much weight as possible I have 150 plus pounds to lose I would like to drop the weight to be more comfortable on the plane and so that I can walk around without being out of breath. 
I want to take the next two and a half months to maximize my weight loss in the short term, then go into slow and steady daily calorie routines. I completely agree that starving myself is not a good long-term plan. (laughs) I more look at it as a jumpstart. And she went on to say, you know, so what do you suggest? So basically she's asking like, how do I jumpstart my diet for the next two and a half months so that I can lose as much weight as possible before my vacation? Yeah. And I want to start by saying that Donald and I have both been in that situation before, clarifying that there was a plane trip and that, you know, she was going on vacation and didn't want to be out of breath on the trip really resonated with me because there have been so many times, I mean, there was a decade where I couldn't put the tray down on an airplane because my stomach was so big, I couldn't put a food tray on my lap. Yeah. Or I could barely buckle the belt and I couldn't put the armrest down or I would have to like squeeze myself for the entire flight just to fit on the airplane seat. So I totally get that. And walking sideways down the aisles also, I thought everybody did it, but it turned out it was just me. So I get that self-consciousness of wanting to be comfortable on an airplane. You're hot, you're cramped, uh, and it is very uncomfortable. Also, being on vacation and being out of breath or not being able to get the most out of the holiday because you're just not in great shape. Donald, have you had any experiences where you have uh, not been able to be your best, like at Disneyland? Or- yeah, and I, uh, I, one in particular, we were in a wedding about 15 years ago, and um, I had to be fitted for a tuxedo, and I was something like six months before the wedding or something like that. And I really thought to myself, you know, I'm going to really try and and lose weight so that I look really good in the photographs. And there's going to be a lot of people that see me. And I ended up gaining weight. And when I went to pick up the tux and put it on, the vest was like, I could barely get it on. So I had to spend the entire wedding with this vest, like strangling me, the vest part of the tuxedo, just crunching me. And, um, so that wasn't good. (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, I know this isn't a wedding episode, but I actually was a bridesmaid in a wedding and it turned out that they didn't make the dress in my size Yeah, for the wedding. The, The bride had picked out a certain boutique dress and, didn't come in my size. A little, little bit of shame there. So we have been in that place of not fitting in or wanting to, you know, lose weight quickly to achieve, you know, a, a travel event or um, a wedding, that kind of thing. That being said, and I know I've said this before, I tried to lose weight quickly for 20 years. Yeah, for sure. 20 years I tried to lose weight quickly and I did nothing but gain weight. Yeah. Well, I lost a little weight and then I'd gain more weight over and over and over again. Yeah. Losing two pounds and then gaining five back, like that kind of thing. And I see other people in this weight loss journey who say they'll go on a cruise or they'll go on an all-inclusive thing. I know we joked. We joked about sandals, sandals resorts. Um, Yes, we did. (laughs) But- I know someone who was on a weight loss journey who went on a cruise and guess what? They have all you can eat on a cruise. And she ended up undoing like a hundred pounds. Yeah. And that's part, part of the problem of trying to set a deadline for, for a certain amount of weight loss is that, you know, 
it is possible, I think, to really like white knuckle it for two months, two and a half months and lose a bunch of weight. And then you get to that date and it's like you just release all of that yeah. pent up desire in you or in me. Um, and just I would go bananas at whatever said event was. And then that would turn into the next day and the day after and just snowball until it was an avalanche. And I was, you know, way up above the weight that I'd started at. Yeah. And I've also done it where I've lost weight for the trip and then brought form fitting clothes with me on the trip. And by day five, the clothes aren't fitting anymore yeah. because. I have been eating and drinking to my heart's content. That is how fast this woman is capable of putting <laughs> pounds on. <laughs> I know, and I didn't even have my fast Athleta leggings. No, athleta you are leggings. you are special. You have a special oh, gift with being able to pack on pounds gift. quickly. So yeah. blessed. Hashtag. <laughs> but I have tried to lose weight quickly time and time again, and all it has gotten me is regaining the minute I get back from vacation. Because inevitably, and we have done episodes on this too, you go on vacation for a week, two weeks, you come home to an empty refrigerator, you're exhausted. So then you get takeout for another week until you have time to go to the grocery store the week after that, and then you'll get back on track. So we have the benefit of disordered eating and excuses and get thin, quick schemes for 20 plus years. Actually, between the two of us, 40 some years. Oh my goodness. Yeah, for sure. So I'd like to take you back, if you will, to a moment to the first year of the We Only Look Thin podcast. You might recall we talked to a, uh, a friend and listener who had put on weight. She had lost 100 pounds and had gained it all back. And we were talking to her on the podcast. Her name was Kate. And she came up with a couple of ideas on her own how yeah. she was going to drop the weight. And she talked about short-term, like, I'm going to jumpstart what I'm doing by cutting out sugar. Yeah. And at the time, Donald and I, we were just fresh-faced kids with our little Mr. Microphones doing a little podcast. We didn't know if we were going to keep the weight off. Yeah. And she was coming up with suggestions of what she was going to do. And we we're like, oh, that sounds good. It sounds like you've got it under control. And I had reservations, but I didn't say anything because I didn't really feel like I had the experience yet or, you know, the the authority to assert my opinion that jump starts don't work. Yeah. They didn't they have never worked for me and they have always led to regain. And the person on the AMA was like, Yeah, but I know it's a short term, but still Still, like, tell me it's right. okay. Right. And I, I think that the – I'm not sure that a jump start has worked in the history of weight loss. <laughs> yeah, unless you're a battery and a Ford Focus on the side of the road, a jump start has not worked. Yeah, not over the long term for sure. And I think it gets back to, like, we want the solution, but we don't want to hear that sustainable is the way to go from the start. Yeah. I'm not saying that there aren't people who have lost weight quickly switching their meal plans, perhaps cutting down on carbs or late night eating or magical people who just cut out soda and suddenly lose 50 pounds must be nice for them. There are people who can make a small change and it has a really big impact, but Donald and I are never going to tell you that, 
a jump start is the great way to get started. No, or a super restrictive diet or a diet that cuts out entire categories of foods or reducing your calories to a, you know, white knuckle stressful level. Like none of that is ever going to work. Like I think that the bad news here is that a jump start is never going to work. That slow and sustainable habits are what get you there. But the good news behind that is that um, it's not super painful to introduce those slow and sustainable habits into your life. And once you start doing it and once you realize that it's easy, at least for me, I was able to add more and more and more. And I'm still adding and subtracting and changing depending on the seasons of my life. But it has really been the only thing that has really, truly worked for me. And now uh, I am three years into maintenance and it is still working for me. Yeah. I was listening to a business podcast. I was just telling Donald off the air as a human would talk to another human. We talk without microphones <laughs> once in a while, too. Um, I have to decide what I'm going to tell him in person versus what is on the podcast, <laughs> she, though. She doesn't like to talk about it. Save it for the podcast. She's like, I'm saving that for the podcast. I'm like, you know, you can just tell me now. <laughs> I'll fake laugh on the podcast. Yeah. But they were talking about being short-sighted and wanting to get business things done quickly, which is something that I struggle with. Like, oh, should I get out the thing today and make it happen? She talked about looking at the long term. What strategy do you want to take for your business for the next 10 years? Yeah. And that doesn't demand today action. That means strategic, slow, methodical, like a supervillain planning out the long con of your (laughs) weight loss or your business. And I often want to jump to making a change or an update to we only look thin, we only look thin. Um, (laughs) (laughs) At gmail.com. Oh my God. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But I want to make a change because I feel like there's an urgency. And then stepping back and remembering that I want my weight loss to last for 10, 20, 30 years forever. For sure. It doesn't mean that the, you know, 20 pounds I want to lose right now quickly really matters. What I'm trying to do and what Donald and I have been doing is looking at the long term. What do we want our lives to look like? What do thin people do? Right. Like, really, what do they do? They get in daily activity. They close the kitchen at a certain time if they know that they have trouble with certain foods. They plan for indulgences. They don't eat it all at once. And they don't sit in a dark room for two and a half months starving, drinking ice chips to lose weight quickly for a trip. Because that leads to going back to old habits and binging and gaining all the weight back plus some. A little souvenir from the trip. (laughs) A little souvenir. That's your souvenir. A 10-pound souvenir from the trip. And we have done it time and time again. And we hear people say... I know what to do. I ju- it's just the mindset that I haven't gotten oh, down. It drives me crazy. I, you know, I've lost a hundred pounds before. I know what to do. And just to be clear, that was me. Like that was us, for yeah. most of my adult life. But now realizing like how out in left field that actually is. Like that idea that I know what to do. I just need to do it. Well, if I knew what to do, I would be doing it because that's how it actually works. Like when you really truly know what to do, you just do it and you do it all the time. And and you stick to it. Well, and I think there's there's that point where we want permission to make an extreme change. 
that we're looking for validation for our choices. We want to hear other success stories of get thin quick situations. Yeah. And we want to jump on board that because we we do want that elation of the like, oh my gosh, you know, and or the shock of, oh, I only lost 10 pounds this week. I must be doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had a good conversation with Anna from the Lose Weight Eat Pizza about that, of the people who are discouraged because they've only lost 13 pounds this month. Like, I don't think I lost 13 pounds ever in no. the entire time I was losing the 100 pounds. No, I know I didn't. I mean, my best week in the entire two years was probably three pounds, and that was probably followed by, you know, two or three weeks in a row of losing nothing or next to nothing. I mean, I I, I would lose like a quarter pound, a pound, a pound and a half. Like, it was, it was always these small little increments all the time. Yeah, and I know that when you've got an event coming up, and it sounds like the, the person who wrote in the question has a lot of weight to lose. And we have been in that position of discomfort. You're sweating. You don't fit into things. It's uncomfortable. Maybe you're traveling with other people who are at a you know different health level than you are. Yeah. It's okay as a grown-up to decide what you are willing to start doing in the next two and a half months to build habits, to build stamina that will make you feel good for your trip. And then on the trip, knowing your limitations and not pushing yourself so hard that you end up exhausted or with a broken ankle because you've done too much. For sure. Which Donald and I have done too much at times just to keep up appearances. Yeah. And it turns out maybe on a trip – you spend a little bit of downtime recuperating in the afternoon while other people are out doing things. You don't have to keep up with everyone to keep up appearances because the thing you want most is a pleasant trip without injury or shame. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, a pleasant trip without injury or shame. Athleta. Athleta leggings. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. I'll, I'll stop. This vacation, what I want is an injury and shame, <laughs> said no one ever. But we can feel pressure because we want to keep up with others. We have this ideal of who we're going to be in two and a half months. And the way we become the person that we want to be in two and a half months is by doing the thing that that person might do. Ah. So for us, and uh, we watch the Disney food blog, uh, which isn't all about food. I know yeah. it sounds like it's about food, but uh, we love Disney. We're not going to apologize for it. But the one of the tips that the host gives is when you're going to Disney, wear shoes that are already comfortable, that you've already walked around in. Never try on new shoes so yeah. you get blisters. And I think habits are like that. Yeah. <laughs> like if you know you're going on the trip in two and a half months, start building up your stamina by going on short daily walks. I love this tip. Just start with five minutes. Every day in the morning, before work, just before dinner, go for a five-minute walk. And then when that feels easier, start with 10 minutes and then go up to 20. And by the time you get to two and a half months from now when you're on vacation, you'll have a good base coat of health and you know, you're know you used to walking, you've got good shoes, 
And then you can move around more easily. If we just try to white knuckle and lose weight, which can make us lightheaded, tired, headachey, annoyed, hangry. If we get to vacation hangry, yeah, it's not going to be a good look for anybody. No, and it would always lead me to just like dive face right. first into the the hotel like breakfast buffet. You know, totally. no, and we did that. I remember doing Weight Watchers, and we went to Las Vegas, and the first thing. I did when we got to Vegas was stop at the Cinnabon in the Vegas <laughs> yeah. airport. I couldn't yeah, even make we it even, like, out, got out yeah, of, of the, airport. the airport. I wanted a Cinnabon. And I, but it was like there was the me that was on the diet and then there was the vacation real me right, who right. just ate the Cinnabon before getting out. Like I think it was at the terminal. I think I actually picked <laughs> yeah. an airline next to the Cinnabon because she you know, jumped forbid. up from the seat on the plane and yelled, get out! everyone and went straight to the Cinnabon. Oh, why are Cinnabon so good? If you know, <laughs> let us know. But This episode sponsored by Athleta and Cinnabon. <laughs> <laughs> good for your buns. If you have enough of one, you won't be able to enjoy the other. Yeah. But thinking about, like, I used to be the diet person who was her true self on vacation. Yeah. Now I'm the person who wants to feel my best for vacation, who eats in moderation, does yoga. And then sure, we like we went on vacation in the before times when people went places. Exactly. I indulged that week. I, you know, overextended myself a little bit, but it was that was the exception. Yeah. And then getting back home and getting back on track and eating more healthfully felt really good. Absolutely. And that is what we're doing. We're, you know, having little breaks where we indulge a little bit and then going back to a lifestyle that just makes us feel good, which includes walking, yoga, arm workouts, and tracking our food. And we're just never going to be the people who say, you know what? It, it, you know, it's like you're not a prize fighter going in for the weigh-in for, you know, the the heavyweight championship and you've got to hit your, your target weight right, or you've right. got to cut or whatever. We're never just going to say, you know, eat, you know, corn out of a can and water for five weeks so that you can cut your weight and then you'll be fine and then you just go back. And then you'll figure out the calories. That's down right. That's like right. then you'll figure out how to moderate and then you'll figure out how to portion control and track and like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know that. We're in it for the long haul and to create the people we're going to be in 10, 20, 30 years. Absolutely. Um, this is a little embarrassing right now because uh, you don't know this, but uh -oh. I'm about to publish my new book, Corn in a Can and Water, <laughs> The Secret to Sustainable Weight Loss. <laughs> there are so many book titles that we can uh, we can come up with. The, the like shaming yourself thin is also <laughs> yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the way to go. Hating exactly. your body to success. I'm just imagining shaming yourself thin in the cover. It's like you with two thumbs up. Like. <laughs> I can't wait to read it. Um, <laughs> I have so many pictures in my head right now. Like the little mad uh, fire guy from Inside Out. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that in my stomach. Like... <laughs> Like, <laughs> if we have any graphic designers listening to the podcast today, put that little guy in my stomach. That'd be a good fun. Please do. And you can email it too, <laughs> as we've said many times. We only look thin at gmail.com. So, for anyone looking for that get thin quick thing, you might find it. 
And at the end of it, you might also find the weight again, plus a little bonus souvenir weight just for good measure. Yeah. And then you'll be back exactly where you were asking somebody else, how do I get it done? How is the, you know, what tip and trick can you give me? What recipe should I use to lose weight? We use mindset and tracking. Wasn't there another? There was like a third pillar, but I can't remember. Corn, canned corn. Canned corn. Canned corn. <laughs> <laughs> Mindset tracking and canned corn. <laughs> Why is corn so good? I don't oh know. My goodness. It just is. I have Science family members know. who don't like corn, and I'm not sure. I need to check the DNA because yeah, corn is a... empirically the best food. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be shocked if those family members were aliens. <laughs> I don't think they listen to this podcast, so it's fine. We can just talk about them. But, okay. um, but that mindset component was something that was just always missing from losing weight over and over and over again. And that is really where it all happens. That mindset of, I want a sustainable life. I want to move in a way that honors my body. And I want to set boundaries around food and activity so that I can feel my best and uh, not come home 20 pounds up on the scale, full of regret, wondering what should I do next? Yes, indeed. And uh, speaking of where it all happens, it all happens right here at We Only Look Thin. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate each and every one of you. Um, if you do have questions for us or you want to send us some graphically designed <laughs> <laughs> items or, uh, or... Me with a peg leg made of corn candy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, I want to see that. <laughs> or if you work for Athleta and want to send us some free leggings for all of this plugging oh, we've so done, you can reach us at weonlylookthin <laughs> at gmail.com. Yeah, and before we go further, just a final thank you to uh, to Anna and Jesse from Lose Weight and Eat Pizza if you want to check them out. You yeah, can... that's on Facebook, so search You've for uh, Lose Weight, Eat Pizza. Yeah, you can find them there. Uh, but we may be doing additional uh, Q&As from them, too, so you might hear their names again. Anna and Jesse, hello. Oh, yeah, um, no, there's lots of good questions uh, i think we got asked something like 45 questions yeah it was a lot that, uh, it was yeah. a lot it was it was great but um but yeah you can find us on instagram facebook and twitter at we only look thin you said the thing about emailing us i did and you can go to our website we only look where you can find every episode of this show uh, we're also available wherever you found this episode um and you can click on join our support group and find out more about walt place our online accountability group yeah it is based on facebook it is for women and it is not a weight loss plan but it is a, an emotional support group an accountability group uh we have a couple of, we have three subgroups for eating weighing in and activity which are uh, super great additional ways to stay connected uh we don't have a corn-based group but you know who knows <laughs> we're in a growth mindset so who, who knows what's gonna happen right, we have to come up with some sort of giblet based name <laughs> for it and uh, implement that no niblet not Giblet. Oh, niblet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look, know your corn, man. <laughs> I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy, I guess. Um, but uh, please check that out. Uh, you get uh, direct access to Catherine yeah, Weigel, yep, the funniest woman corn, that I've ever met. Corn-based comedy and accountability. Uh, and you also, if you're feeling generous, if you want to throw a little love our way, no cost to you. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but big love to us. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcast. Uh, that just is great for 
helping other people find the podcast and also boosts our ego just a little bit. And you want to boost our egos, don't you? <laughs> oh my gosh. That is not my sales method. Do whatever. Rate us. I don't care. Whatever, man. It's cool. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so after all this, if you're still not sure who's funnier, Chelsea Peretti or Catherine Weigel, <laughs> just remember that Donald and I are an, an inspiration. Asian, Asian. It's Catherine Weigel. <laughs> The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.